it is that time when we bring in our friend Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, to unveil all the stuff he has unveiled. Good to have you, Tom. Thank you, Alex. What caught my attention is this cabinet uh, research that was done confidentially on federal rent control. So this was in-house polling by the Privy Council office. And, you know, they have obviously realized they've got to do something uh, on the cost of living and affordability issues. And so they're polling on this. Is federal rent control about to become a thing? That's a big deal. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Who, who said anything about rent control? Cabinet did. And they commissioned, as you mentioned, these uh, confidential focus groups right across the country under a very expensive contract with a pollster and asked them, do you think Parliament should regulate rents? Well, number one, it's not Parliament's job. And anyone who's lived under rent control in certain provinces or experienced it knows it does not encourage new housing development. It's very right. controversial. Great for renters. And uh, there was even uh, uh, among the focus group questions, this was, uh, I've never heard of this before, a proposal, what do you think of Parliament sending direct subsidies to land owners, to landlords, to property owners, to mm-hmm. in exchange for capping rents. Are you kidding me? So apparently the taxpayers are a bottomless source of funding. And naturally enough, most people who would benefit from this were in favor of it. Isn't it interesting? There's been no mention of this in legislation, the party, uh, party's election platform. Not a word about rent controls. Uh, worth watching, Alex. Well, it's worth watching because this is something that's done at the provincial and the municipal level. And again, if all of a sudden now we're going to have a federal government talking about subsidizing rents, I mean, think of the price tag on that. But it is so crass in the politics of where they're going with this that I, I expenses be damned. They don't. They won't care if it gets them votes. They will bring it in. It's a problem because even the budget office has said before you look at schemes like this, it would cost billions. The parliamentary budget office has said your plan to uh, finance minister Freeland, your plan to reduce the deficit is not credible. It is incredible. I don't believe it, said budget officer Giroux in Senate committee testimony. I got to tell you on rent controls, though, years ago, I lived in a province, happened to be Manitoba, with uh, very strict rent controls. The vacancy rate in our town got under 1%. You were down to black market bribes to try to get an apartment because it freezes construction. It just stops dead. Yeah, and, and again, if you're going in the business, and not every landlord owns like 500 units. There are land, people who buy properties to, to rent out a unit, and that's how they pay their mortgage. And again, you're fiddling with the market in a way that could be very, very uh, damaging. So we will keep an eye on that. It's a, a good little find that you guys have uh, dug up. CRA using behavioral research to try to boost tax compliance. So I don't. what are they doing? They've compiled this gauge to kind of nudge people who don't pay their taxes to pay them. I mean, well, I mean, there's an easy way to get your taxes paid. I mean, just go after people. So what what, what are they doing? I know. It's, it's, I, I guess they read it in a tax guide somewhere. This is what the cool okay. kids are doing. They're oh. doing uh, psychological behavioral profiles of taxpayers. In this case, uh, small business, over 1.2 million small businesses in Canada. And they divide them up into six categories. There's rebels. Mm. There's com- uh, compliant, potentially non-compliant. <laughs> and they have these different, oh, these are people who value individualism. Oh, oh these, <laughs> these 
these people <laughs> prefer the private sector lookout. And the, you're right. Bad you people in the private that, sector. <laughs> that the threat of going to the penitentiary would be enough to compel tax compliance. But they, yeah, they, they're doing these Rorschach. They're, they're doing these ink blot tests. Mm. <laughs> it's 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 actually funny. It's except you're paying for it. Well then. That's not that funny, but it's tragicomic, I would say, Alex. Yeah, that Tom is a real difficult guy. When you call him, try the uh, soothing effect. It might get him to come over to our side and pay. It's okay. Uh, funny. Nonetheless, okay. Um, aides to the Governor General Mary Simon are now facing questions uh, as they return from the Queen's funeral already, and it's all about their spending. Um, and of course, this follows, you know, reports after it was disclosed that the Governor General, her husband, and 44 staff and, and uh, friends on the air uh, crew charged $80,000 for the last in-flight uh, catering on a junket they went to in Dubai. So no question, they're, they're going to be scrutinized, I think, a little more closely on the expenses of this trip. And, well, I mean, you could throw in others uh, into this, but uh, are we singling the governor general out here? Or is this fair? It is fair, and I'll tell you why. Number one, the costs were outrageous. This was unanimous. Even liberal MPs said, oh, somebody, we need to name names. Somebody approved <laughs> this. It was over $200 a plate for breakfast, yeah. lunch, and supper. I, I don't know how for you dry $215, honestly. Um, and that did not include the liquor bill. There's thing going on, Alex. I know that uh, there are people in this town, Rita Hall is one of them, who are oblivious to this. The costs are too high. Constituents are fed up. Food inflation is a real thing. And people aren't going to tolerate this. It, the good times are, I understand, still roaring for a certain aristocracy in Ottawa, but the rest of the country doesn't get it. And this is the first time a Commons Committee has looked at MPs, has looked at the Governor General's expenses in over 15 years. It's not that the, it's purely to name and shame and to embarrass those people and send the message. And, and you want that message to go right down to everyone. That's enough of that when you have food inflation going on. Stop it. Yeah, well, if she can, out be, if she can beat uh, Adrienne Clarkson on spending, then, then, then she's in a league of her own. Just quickly, I don't have a lot of time for this, but the passport office, which has a six-month delay right now, is ordering crowd control barriers. I mean, is this where we're going? Instead of hiring people, which they should yeah. do, and they haven't done, they're just going to put up yeah. barriers to stop people from fighting? Yeah. When the passport office orders crowd control barriers, that would be a bad <laughs> sign. <laughs> yes. A sign you're not doing your job is when you have to bring it's, in bouncers to get your passport. It's not, it's not a good It's not a vote of confidence, Alex. Oh, geez, no question about it. And there was a, uh, there was Karina Gould yesterday at the funeral probably thinking, I don't have time to take this day off. Please end this day. All right. Got to go. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski joining us here from Blacklock's Reporter, subscription-based and always worth the investment.